Hello, and welcome to the Go Take Pictures podcast, where we spend time getting to know people who've decided to use photography to communicate in powerful ways. And the question I want to ask, how do they balance making art with being a real person? How does photography fit into their family, their job, struggles, and everyday life? At the end of the conversation, I'm hoping to know where the art comes from and then share that with you. My guest on this episode is Steve Yoakum. He's an outdoor travel and product photographer based out of North Carolina. We met up in person in the Mount Hood Wilderness to record this episode in the middle of a crazy road trip he's on with his girlfriend Jordan and their dogs as ambassadors for Backpacker Magazine. Because of that, it might sound a little more raw and outdoorsy, but I think you're going to love this Backwoods episode of the podcast. Cheers. Cheers. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Absolutely. I know you guys are really busy with... Uh, the road trip and and all the all the stuff you're doing for all these different brands very it's, busy so it's uh it's kind of i'm glad you took the time and it was kind of fun that we got to go and uh go look at a you know something here in our, in our back in our backyard your backyard is pretty sweet yeah <laughs> that's some uh some crystal clear water cold you can get up away from the heat and i, I jumped in it felt great <laughs> yeah we kind of take it for granted I, I think um it's interesting when you go other places how much and like I visit, you know, San Diego, we have some family down there and I'll go visit there. And I'm like, oh man, this is so amazing. And I'd love to be here. And, and then I interviewed um, my friend Desi who lives down there and he's like, oh, it's not very photogenic. And I can't wait to get out of here and go other places and, and photograph other places. So our backyards, it's funny how much I think everybody takes them for granted. Right. Right. I like usually by the end of winter, I'm like ready to get out of the Blue Ridge. I always try and tack a couple of winter trips in just to keep me you know keep my soul alive because it gets brown it gets cold it gets wet it's not very photogenic so but then you know like right before we left on this trip i find myself like being like dang i wish i had more time i right. love this place yeah. you know so it's it's one of them things where like i don't know we we get used to it so we don't take it you know we don't hold it as high as like that place that we right. want to fly to but right. every time i go outside it's just like I'm happy. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it's the same for you here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> well, I, I think it, what, what ends up happening is we, you kind of find your local haunts, the places you go to all the time. And, mm-hmm. and those are great. And then you, at least for me, I go, oh, okay, I've been there enough. I want to go try something else. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, uh, sometimes traveling is that thing, but other times you're able to just find something else local. New, yeah, yeah. I, I try and uh, revisit old favorites a lot, but then we try and spend some time finding new places because I just feel like I get a little bit more fire when I'm shooting somewhere for the first time, right? Yeah. That's what's so exciting no, about I like these, that too. these road trips. Yeah. Uh, this one, busier than most. I kill for a little, just a little bit more time everywhere, but you know, it's we get to say that we got to shoot even if for a, a day or two in places like Montana, Washington, and now Oregon, and it's yeah. like... That's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So this is new for me. Um, all the podcast episodes I've recorded so far have all been remote. Oh, cool. Over Skype. Oh, cool. Which is, which is, you know, which is cool and it works and the audio, it means the audio is really good. Yeah, yeah. This one, <clears throat> I'll apologize to anybody listening. We are on a gravel road. Uh, we've got, we literally can see Mount Hood from here. It's incredible. Which is, which is pretty cool. So it's right. If we end up sharing the video at some point, Mount Hood's right behind us. We are literally off on a side road up near Trillium Lake. And um, we've got, we're just kind of recording the whole thing. This will be a little bit, a little more freestyle, I think, than, than usual. We, we have um, some bourbon courtesy yeah. of uh, Yellowstone. Yellowstone bourbon. They're amazing. Which is great. I've got the, uh, 
the 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 cute little uh, collapsible kid cup here, it's which, a, which is pretty cool. Pop up. <laughs> yeah, I like some, it. It's funny because you know when you start you know living in a car or backpacking a lot, you need things that can get really small. So yeah. those cups are perfect. Those cool. Yeah. And I, well, I have a few of those. I've got a coffee maker that does that. I have a light oh, that yeah. does that. Oh yeah. A goal zero makes yeah. one of those. And then we have a bunch of dog bowls like that too. So I feel you though. I'm feeling a little. No, yeah. it's good. Uh, <laughs> a little small. I wish I had more of these because these are pretty sweet. Oh, that's pretty cool. Wooden Kukska cup. They're from uh, Sweden. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So you are out on this trip. We'll talk a little bit more about kind of how we know each other because yeah. I've I asked you about this a, while I mean, back. a couple months ago, yeah. back when we were getting first getting started. Um, and I know how we met, but I would love to um, know a little bit more about you. Okay. So. Um, and this is this is new for me because we've talked before, mm-hmm. I think once over the phone, just about business stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to know more about you. Know, tell us about who you are and where you live and what you do. Okay, so it's uh, my name is Steve Yoakum. I am a professional outdoor and uh, I guess product travel photographer. Those are kind of the the areas I dive into the most, um, and I've found that I have to. Right, those are the areas that keep me happy. Yeah, you know, I think we all. We're trying to break free from the nine to fives and find, you know, art as a a career. We have to to look at, you know, how can I make this work? In the beginning, I was taking stuff and it wasn't really filming me as much, you know. And I just found that, like, wow, I can really, I can make this process work a lot better when I do it with the things that I love, right? Right. So it it happened to be like with with the outdoors and and, and travel, and it's just like I don't know how to make pictures unless I'm fully inspired and passionate about that sure. right it, yeah. it, it all kind of falls apart when i try and put too much time into those those other realms right um but yeah i don't have like a, a crazy background um i just kind of fell in love with the the outdoors i grew up in philadelphia um that's not the most uh i mean it's got good lines now that i go back i'm yeah, like yeah. wow that's actually a really pretty city yeah, yeah. especially <clears throat> center city but where i grew up in norristown wasn't the most uh photogenic place and i hit 22 and don't get me wrong i love a good cup of bourbon but it seemed like all my friends were doing back there were drinking yeah and it was like you know i i finally was making money for the first time in my life i started traveling mm-hmm. i was like whoa like this is awesome you know and i try to do more and more with my friends but it just seemed like i don't know like there was this calling i need to be somewhere where i don't feel like i have to escape right so i started looking at mountain towns mm-hmm. there's a lot to do there. those people are healthy you know right. uh so I, I got a job offer, moved down to Asheville, North Carolina, a little mountain town just outside of it. Um, and every single ounce of my free time was just spent exploring those mountains. Sure. And, you know, we talk about like our backyards, how we take them for granted. Well, I never had a backyard like that before, right, right? Right. And it was just like, I'd never felt so alive. I was, I was going to the gorge. I was climbing this ridge and I met some really wonderful people. I got a camera and I think that love and that, passion just fueled me to just start taking pictures and I really I think the premise behind it was like I wanted to show like my family and people uh out there that I love that like hey man there's there's a world out there and sure you know at, especially outside of a bar you know like you can do this shit for free right and, and wake up the next morning you might be a little sore yeah. but you're gonna feel good <laughs> right. right um so yeah the outdoors kind of cultivated everything um I it's kind of crazy it went, went full circle the the company that paid me my first dollar um 
for photos, we actually passed through Wisconsin. It was Line and Kugel's Brewery. Okay. They were looking for an outdoor shoot. <clears throat> they had a lot of snow, but down south, we didn't. So yeah. they wanted to get this spring thing rolled, and they re reached out to me, and I was just like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is a thing? <laughs> yeah. Money? Really? And I still had a full-time job, so I, I put every dollar towards new camera equipment because um, they paid me up front. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, you know it was, it was amazing. But I bought my first full frame, and then I I was in this, like, conundrum where I was like, oh, wow, now I have to buy lenses for this thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's expensive. Yeah. So I started out with my Sony, and I was putting um, old Canon film lenses on it. Mm -hmm. And I knocked out my first couple of photo shoots with that. And then next thing you know, I because I had a full-time job, I was still... You know, any dollar I got went towards glass. So what were you doing? What was, the, what was the full-time job? I was an IT guy. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I'm, I'm not like your typical IT guy. Um, I did kind of like client relations where I would train on software. And then if like problems went wrong, I would fix them. And sure. just make sure they were happy. Um, things like that. But I was more so the guy that could be the IT guy that could be like friendly mm -hmm. and not just the, you know, I only speak code. <laughs> so I did really well at it, but you know, corporate America is just something. And that place that I thought I was going to like retire mm -hmm. slowly became like this not so great the thing. Grind. Yeah. Yeah. And just firing all my loved ones, tripling my workload. And I fell asleep at the wheel, bad things happened at the job. And I was like, I was like fully on depressed yeah, you know, making great money and, and working from home like that feels wrong, right? But that wasn't my calling, and it just didn't feel right. I took some chances. Um, I, I guess it was like a year or two after doing like a bunch of side stuff and, and getting better with the camera, um, getting a couple of big magazine covers, and starting to get brands. And the job started to get worse. And I think at one point I was just like, you know what, just go for it. Like it's the worst that could happen. I just have to get another job I don't like and, and you know what I mean maybe right. do that for a little right. while um but you know you you make those moves and I don't think I'm the best photographer I think there's plenty of people out there that are just as good if not a lot better might even be better at the business end I mean I wouldn't be surprised if they were to be honest <laughs> but I think when you you put your heart out there and you like live in that that line of following your passions it people like that Mm -hmm. And then they put themselves out for you. And, you know, I, I was given some connections and I think I inspired a couple of people and they were like, well, if we're going to pay someone, let's, let's pay the guy that's, that's going for it. Right. right. The guy's <clears throat> living out of his Tacoma and chasing yeah. light. Uh, so that was really cool. Um, and everything's just worked out just absolutely wonderfully. Living the dream. Living the dream. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> it feels, so it feels weird to say that. Too, I know. You know? I like, know. It all happens. It so felt fast. weird for me to say it too. Yeah. Like it's presumptive. Yeah. Right. And, and yet there's a there are a lot of people who what you're doing is their Absolutely. is their dream yeah and that, that's so weird you know i look at my truck sometimes and i wake up and i'm like wow it's this backpacker magazine on it like how did that happen yeah if we, if we end up show, if i end up sharing the video um this is awesome because we've been driving around together this afternoon and the, the, the you have the two big dogs and they've been hanging out in the back and mm -hmm. as soon as you open the back they're like oh let me out of here yeah, yeah, yeah. but they uh they're living out of here with you guys and they're living the dream too yeah and you're not just rolling by yourself mm -hmm. so even though she's not here um my love somewhere in the woods over here we're we're up we're multitasking we're doing some work stuff and then hanging out with dan so uh jordan's 
carrying a little bit more of the weight right now. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But. She was she was queuing up and getting things all ready to go. Um, set some. I think she's setting up a tent out there or something like that. She is the uh, definition of teamwork. She's been amazing on this trip. I'm also doing video on this, um, and there's just a lot of when you work with a company and you you have so many different brand partners and moving parts and retail stores. There's a lot uh, mm-hmm. that goes on to it. So Jordan's really been this like ray of light because i'm not the most organized person and she's been doing a lot of logistics and yeah. and covering up everything and i'm doing the art and we both kind of come together and it's pretty awesome so tell me about this this trip i have intentionally not asked you to explain much about what you're doing cool but <clears throat> it says backpacker magazine right mm-hmm. on the side of your rig mm-hmm. it's got this crazy wrap so you can barely see it from the camera angle but what is what has you driving all over the United States with backpacker on your on the side of your truck side of your rig? So we are um, the the new ambassadors, or we're the new folks that are taking over the Get Out More tour. And okay. The, the Get Out More tour is twenty years. This is the twentieth anniversary. Um, go figure. Twenty twenty just been <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah, but, I think there's some people who are like, hey, this gear can end, but maybe this will be different for you. you yeah, know? yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, if I've got a job, I'll do anything. We were we were just glad to you know be a part of things our we, we thought we might even get laid off and then our boss pulled this plan out and we've just been going for it yeah um but yeah the get out more tour usually consists of a tour where we would travel around the country go to premier retail stores and give outdoor seminars okay telling stories um giving how to's while also showcasing all these amazing brand partners that we're working with yeah um now because of covid we can't have big group gatherings and and yeah things like that so we had this idea of well we'll we'll go and we'll use that stuff all over the country to prove that you know our brand partner stuff is amazing yeah we'll go to those same retail stores and we'll get those folks to give us um tips and tricks for our uh the viewers to use but yeah the, the, the tour is usually this you know this talking thing we're moving it to video and just pivoting like the rest of the world in this day and age and uh, we're about halfway through um coming down the west coast oregon is up and then we are off to California and it's just been incredible. Been meeting people that are just passionate about yeah. outdoors, about photography, about, you know, just doing their thing in the mountains and it's put a lot of life in me, especially after, you know, the past several months we've all had, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, and, you know, it's, it's also this, this huge, um, milestone, you know, you, you think of your, your dreams and mine was just to quit my job and do photography. And then like these other things come and now we're working for backpacker like what an right. amazing opportunity so it's been wonderful like we get to go out and like we were just on the pct in washington making pictures and video for all our brands and it's just like sometimes you gotta pinch yourself mm-hmm. you know and uh i'm sure you're the same way if the light gets good you just see me like lose it yeah. i go wild <laughs> and just get so excited but the best part is when you're when that happens and you're with people who aren't photographers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they just kind of go, "What the hell is yeah, happening?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've got all my friends trained now at back home. Yeah. I got the best friends in the whole world. They bring different color shirts. Yeah, they just know <laughs> where to be. They just, you know, they. You get text messages. That's going off, man. It's going off. Oh, yeah. From from the other photographer buddies. Yeah, they love to remind you when they're out in the good light and you're at home, <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I lived right down the street from some amazing shooting in uh, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, for a while, and just like you know, the other night we were talking like you know the one day you take off, it seems like yeah, it all comes together, and it's yeah, like yeah. It, that's the the chase though is amazing, right? Right. I don't think I could ever get tired of it, especially. I, I guess I should say that my style is kind of more 
get really far out there, mm -hmm. dive into the wilderness and go make art and, and showcase all the things that help us enjoy the wilderness. Yeah. Um, or when it comes to the travel, go to the, the fun places that I think inspire people or the beautiful places that inspire people to, I don't know, see the world a little differently mm -hmm. or, or get away from the crazy world they're living in, right? No, that totally makes sense. To me, honestly, you know, to you taking somebody's picture on top of a mountain or like during a backpacking trip, because, you know, not, not everybody, I mean, the woods are like my home, but it's yeah. not to everybody and right. it's uncomfortable or not a lot of people look at a mountain like that and think like, oh, I can get up there. Right. So like you get them up there and then you take their picture up there and yeah. now they're getting to hold on to this thing of like, look at me, yeah. look what I did. And yeah. like, it's an honor to be able to one that presents that to someone or, or, you know, gifts your friends memories they can hold on to for right. a long time. So it seems like you have built a lot of what you do around just bringing people out on real adventures. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a little different from a lot of the, a lot of times when you look at outdoor brands and you look at their catalogs and their, you know, their you know, promotional materials, you look at it and there's a sense that this is all produced. It's a cheese fest, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I won't name any names, right? There's yeah. certain companies that do it. But I've also, I've noticed that there's a lot of companies that have been moving towards this idea of saying, hey, what, what would happen if we just sent people out into the field with our gear? Oh, yeah. Um, and it seems like that's kind of what you've been doing Absolutely. And I think that this year uh, we, we've been moving that way and it just, it screams true, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if you get a couple of people out on a Friday and you're like a mile and it's, I don't know that I don't get the same emotions. Sure. I don't feel the same emotion when I'm shooting, but if we're on this big loop and we're crushing it and we're working for it, it just, that's just kind of how, that's what fills me. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're going to try and take it to uh, another level this year. I think we're going to try and pitch a lot more like big stuff. Like, sure. Hey, listen, I'm going to Peru. I'm going to climb this mountain. Yeah. I believe in your gear. I know you need content. Right. Let's do a story. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Instead of like, you know, you need how many pictures by the 30th? I'll, all right, I'll play in my backyard till then and hope for things. Right. But it's also this this thing as we as photographers, we get pickier, you know, we look at light, we get kind of picky and choosy and I'll, I'll do this thing where I'll, I'll push a shoot off like three times because I want that perfect light. Mm -hmm. But when you base it around an adventure, or some kind of expedition, you have to work with what you're given and it forces you to really, really grab all those tricks in the bag right. and, and make work, you know? I was just watching something about that exact idea. Um, are you familiar with Chris Burkhardt? Yeah. Okay, so he, he put out a, a video, a movie, documentary, a couple of years ago, I think, and it's called Under an Arctic Sky. Mm -hmm. And he talked about that they went and they were they were trying to surf these these massive waves during winter storms in oh, Nor yeah. in Norway, and they went there and they shot and they came home and they only had like eight minutes of footage. Oh wow! So he said, "I want to tell this story." So they actually went back, but the next time that when they went back, they had it like storyboarded and they worked out how they were going to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's still these dudes getting in crazy cold water in. Like I think dry suits, absolutely, and they're and they're shooting, and they ended up shooting this guy surfing these waves under the northern lights. But I thought it was really interesting how he he said we went there and we tried it and it was cool, but it wasn't quite what we didn't get what we needed. Mm -hmm. So we we went back and we did it again. Oh yeah, because it wasn't right the first time. So yeah. it's I think it's uh it's an, that's an interesting concept that you're going out and you're you're going out on real adventures as opposed to fabricating something absolutely and yeah. i i'd be a liar if i said i didn't go back of at course at least once or twice because you know sometimes the light just was not that great yeah yeah but no i 
I, I want things to feel real and I also I don't know I think photography is getting kind of dangerous and kind of almost like toxic right like how so it's just too perfect mm -hmm. right you know what I mean like we, we can all make great pictures these days there's there's incredible compositions out there and we're all you see all these people stepping up right but a lot of the stuff that's created there's no grit to it there's no there's no merit behind it. there's no story it's just an amazing photo mm -hmm. so i think that i'd love to inspire more people to just go out and do some living mm -hmm. bring the camera along and then take it every once in a while but don't make it just about the picture make it about the story get out with your buddies or or just come up with something and go for it you know yeah because we're overcrowding places and we're we're overshooting places and i don't know like it's it's a tough it's a tough thing i'm sure you've seen it a little mm -hmm. bit too right well we saw it today yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> so, so for context we i took um and i know there's a waterfall that's along the mount hood highway mm -hmm. that we went to and you guys you guys hadn't been there before and we originally planned to shoot this down there, mm -hmm. but there were probably, I don't know, probably eight, nine, 10 cars in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. I've never seen more than two par cars in that parking lot. Yeah. And I've run into people there before, but I, it's never been like today. And then we, we thought, well, we'll go to Trillium Lake because, and I'm not giving away any secrets by mentioning yeah. Trillium Lake. Yeah, I've been here. It was literally like, it looked like the California or Florida beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we could see it around the corner of the beach and we basically just turned around and drove out. And yeah. we're literally up a side road just kind of a side spur road in a wide spot in the road mm -hmm. and it's literally because that spot down there is crazy yeah and, and there's two people there guys like us have taken beautiful pictures of it everybody wants exactly. to go there it's exactly. like, dang did i do that but <laughs> right. i don't know like i think we just have to when we shoot we also have to be really mindful just carrying good messages and being good stewards right right um you know because all these people that get into the outdoors they're they're falling in love with it too they just right. might not be the best stewards quite yet and right. i was a total shithead when i was a kid sorry i don't know if i'm gonna curse on this you're allowed okay good <laughs> it has uh, the little e perfect yeah yeah and you know I, I did some wrong things when i first started camping and backpacking but the more i fall in love with these places and the, the return i've gotten from them it's much more important than just a picture that i'm going to take so i try to protect them as much as i can yeah you know and then encourage you know good use as well by others what does that look like for you when you choose where to go uh, when I'm traveling or when I'm at home? Either one. So right now with COVID on this shoot um, and because we've had such little time, I've actually just been totally just buying maps and looking for something that's far out there. Yeah. Because, you know, you look up even the top 10 and you hit them, everybody's off work right now yeah. or, you know, things are just in a weird place. So we've seen a, a really big um, increase at trailheads. And, yeah. you know, we, we don't want to be those people that are, parking on the side or ruining something so if it's full we're just we're gonna go somewhere else yeah. and i think we, we get all stuck in like where's the spot right yeah but no just go you're gonna have a good time climb a mountain it's gonna be pretty right or go yeah. to a creek or some kind of canyon or, or or drainage and if there's water in it and you're in the mountains like you're not going wrong right, right. And, right. and i think too like a lot of people are gonna find that like you you nurture that that exploration and that willingness to go a little bit farther, that's how you're going to stand out as a photographer. Sure. Because everybody's seen, you know, all of these places time and time again. Yeah. And I, I think we're all getting tired too, like of looking at things, right? The numbers have gone down and it's... I, you know, I even just... So I spent about three weeks ago, mm -hmm. I, I did a trip, my first trip to Mount Rainier. Mm -hmm. I had never been there before. And I went there with my friend Josh who was actually episode three of the podcast. Mm -hmm. And we had a great time. 
And I, I just, I mean, it was, it blew my mind because it's, you know, I'm used to Mount Hood. I'm used to Oregon. And I, I'll be honest with you. I was always one of those like, eh, Washington. It's, you know, it's, we already have that here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went there and I, it blew my mind. It's a, it's a mountain. It also blew my mind how many people were there. Oh, really? It, it just, um, it's a national park, right? Yeah, yeah. And we don't, we have a national park in Oregon, but, and Crater Lake can get a little crazy, but Mount Hood's not like that, you know, um, usually. But it was, it was kind of wild to go someplace and see just how much people weren't going anywhere except for all the normal things, yeah. all the normal places. Yep. And that's why I was kind of curious about how you, how you choose. So if you have a brand that hits you up and, and they are, are they often asking for iconic locations or do they usually just want you to go find something cool? You know, a lot of times we'll have this conversation. You know, yeah. what, what are you looking for? Right. Uh, do you need more than one? Do you need water? Do you need views? And a lot of them are big on the views. Mm-hmm. And we've got tons of that in Carolina. Um, we've got a lot of bald mountains, which yeah. is kind of cool because, like, y'all have a, a tree line where, like, you right. can just go anywhere above the tree line and it's going to work. But yeah. we have to be very selective. It's a rocky outcropping or a bald. So, you know, those are starting to get a little bit more pressured. But um, I just love exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got mountains that I know that I can go up on and I'm not going to have to, to share. Or, yeah. I'm not going to have to just shoot here. I can have the whole mountain to myself. Well, I've noticed that too. So I've been, um, I've been following your work for, I want to say like two or three years yeah, probably. We, we talked a, a while ago. And yeah. And, and that's one of the things I've always thought was interesting is that I'm, I've seen photos from your, you know, your part of the country, mm-hmm. but your stuff doesn't look like anybody else's that I've seen. That's awesome to hear. I really yeah. appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> like I, I, I feel like it's one of those ones where I don't have to ask you where it is cause I don't live near, I don't live near you. So there's no, no chance I'm going there, yeah, yeah. but it is interesting to see that. Um, and I do see people, I, mean, I don't know how much this happens. How much, do, how often do people ask you, where is this exactly? Pretty often. I get yeah, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, I should have like a automatic response or like a, a tape recording. Um, but the thing that I'm just trying to cultivate is like, hey, you know, just, just go out there and explore and, and find those places and, uh, or find friends that love to explore or trade places. When, yeah. I, when I first started exploring the, the heck out of the Haywood County where I live, mm-hmm. I met friends in the county over and I'd be like, hey man, you want to come up here and we'd go to this cool mountain that I found. And then next time, you know, I was out their way, they took me to one. And yeah. it's just like this connection of explorers, right? We right. all just started sharing and people are willing to give me locations because they yeah. know I will protect that location, right. which is invaluable, right? Right. And I mean, I'm a, I think I'm more of, or maybe just as much of a, a mountain lover as a photographer. And I think that, you know, if you look at a photo and you know that area, you can figure out where it is if you're good enough. So, that's so, the so I've got I've got a story about this. Present. I have a couple stories. So, the did you get out and shoot the comet at all? I didn't. You know, okay. I'm, I'm weird like that. You know, like, <laughs> I, if some if everybody's doing something, you don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I've never been to like the tallest mountain in Tennessee. I've never been to the okay. the, the places. You know, yeah, just, yeah. If there's a crowd, so we so the we knew it was coming, and I you know I saw people talk. Oh yeah, the comet. And there's a local photographer here that. You know, kind of was the first guy and he posted his pictures and immediately yeah. was, okay, here's how you can buy the prints and, you know, all the stuff. And he had a view of the, of the comet over Mount Hood. Awesome. And it was literally kind of like this view here we have. Oh, yeah. And um, my thought was, well, this is pretty cool. I've never seen a comet, you know. I mean, I, I should say, take that back. I'm old enough that I did see Halley's Comet. Yeah. yeah. So I was... 
fifth grade, something yeah, like that, sixth grade. And I remember seeing it, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, but it was nothing like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I got out TPE, the, the Photographer's Ephemeris. Nice. That's, is, I yeah, love that one. Yeah. It's a great little app. And then um, there's another one that's called Sky Guide that allows you, it, you, know, you can pull up, and it has like a 3D version of the sky you can place over things. Oh, cool. And you can kind of get a sense for what's the, what are the land, longitude, uh, latitude longitude and you can look at like declination and figure oh, out exactly how is this going to pan out at what yeah, time yeah. yeah and so i've done that for milky way quite a bit and sunrise and sunset but this was a whole different animal because it, it's it's faint it's small it shifts every night and the one thing is i figured out we, we were talking about well, where could you see it from and my you know of course all the normal places come to mind Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually been on Northern Light nights when we know that there's supposed to be Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. I've been to Trillium with 200 other photographers. Wow. So the lake that's just below us here. And on this one, I decided I want to go somewhere remote. Yeah, like, yeah. how do I almost guarantee no one else will be there? Yeah. And so I pulled out Google Earth. Nice. And I figured out, okay, where is this going to line up in the sky? And then yeah. I just started looking through Google Earth to find a spot yeah. that looked kind of remote, looked like a high, po- high point on a mountain of some sort. There you go. Where I'd be high enough that it would line up. Right? And it... And what it, a good feeling, right? <laughs> yeah. It lined up perfectly. And, and I brought your, along a couple of friends. The work was amazing. Thanks. From that, Thanks. I, was, I was looking at that. And, you know, I, 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 I get weird about certain things. We were so busy when the comic was going yeah. off. And it's like, I, I'd seen it. But I was like, you know what? This one, I'm just going to... Just gonna enjoy yeah. it with my eyes. You I record it with sleep. your eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but and you know your buddies are gonna get a good one and it's yeah. so cool to see the, the things that come out. Well, and it was one of those ones where I, I planned it and there's still so my friend Justin came with me, my friend Thea came with me. Mm-hmm. I've got a picture of her I'm gonna share pretty soon, sh- actually shooting it. But aside from those two and one other person who's not a photographer, I haven't told anybody else exactly where it is. And it's not because they couldn't find it. It's not even because it's all that special of a spot. Yeah. I, I just, it's one of those places that it's up a, just a crazy ass, rocky, weird road where mm-hmm. I don't want to send anybody up there who doesn't have the four wheel drive to handle it and the, the tires to handle it. And it requires hike, some hiking and it's, it's a ways in there. And oh, yeah. I, I feel like that's the kind of thing where I value it more knowing that I put the work in yeah. to, to figure it out. Oh yeah. And, and to, and, and it's, I mean, Nobody else, anybody else goes, oh, did you take that from Trillium Lake? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And but it's, that's another thing too we have to be careful, right? Because a lot of the places I go are sometimes a day or more out there. Yeah. And and if it's off trail to get to the, the last bit or if it's off trail the whole time and someone tries to find that and they don't understand proper navigation, they get themselves in trouble, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be the one that, you know, points somebody there. We've got this waterfall in North Carolina that everybody's going to right now. And we called it like someone's going to hurt. It's a scramble. It's really sketchy yeah. to get down there. You probably want to bring ropes, and you know you hear about search and rescue. They're going in there. Somebody <laughs> fell. Yeah, it's like dang, you know. We have one like that in Washington mm-hmm. that I, my wife and I just went to um, last week, mm-hmm. and th- somebody actually died there. Oh yeah, and it was <clears throat> there was a, there used to be a kind of a really sketchy trail to get down, and then there was all these random ways to get down to this lower viewpoint, and somebody fell you know, when it was wet and slippery and died. Oh, yeah. And then they put a whole new trail in around oh, wow. the outside and blocked that off and don't go here and all this stuff. But a lot of that was, I think, was avoidable. Yeah, um, absolutely. But it's, I just, I almost feel like it's, we, you know, you can't put the cat back in the bag. We are, we are at a place where if people are going to take pictures and put them on the internet, 
uh, taking pictures and going hiking is a popular thing to do right now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, <clears throat> what do you do? Exactly, exactly. Just, you know, I think the, cool, the, the, the most important thing is, is like, if someone's doing something wrong, just don't be an ass. You know what I mean? Like, hey, man. Yeah. Just don't do that. You know, this This is why and be cool about it. I I don't... Someone screamed at me once for, like, sitting on something that I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to sit on and raise <laughs> hell about it. And it was just like, well, when you put it like that, I kind of want to be like, you know what? Screw that moss. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, I'll, I'll pee on it. Yeah. But, no, like, if you just said, hey, you know, like, this this is dear to me. And you show people, like, love and, like, an understanding through it. And then they're, yeah. they're a little bit more better. Yeah. That's the hard thing, right? We're all just trying to have fun. We're all just trying right. to make pictures and, and share them and just, like... It's kind of the nature of this stuff, right? Right? Yeah. So, what... um <clears throat> You mentioned growing up in Philly. Yeah. So what? how does that translate into being like crazy off the grid? I mean, you, I, you talked a little bit about it, mm-hmm. but how do you go from that friends going out drinking and thinking you need to not have to escape all the time? Yeah. How do you go from that to just being like <clears throat> okay, living in the truck in the dirt, yeah. with, your, with your lady, with your dogs, um, taking pictures of using outdoor – like? How do you? How does? How does that happen? How do you become the mountain mount? The Weird, mountain right? Man? Weird, right? <clears throat> From the city. I think um, part of it stems from following passions and trying to live, you know, like that life true to you know where your heart is. And, and a part of it, I think, stems from trying to be a better person. Sure. Right. Like um, hmm. we've all got demons and things and and traits and I, I i notice like you know my family's got a lot of alcoholism or mm-hmm. they've got a lot of anger just weird things and i just kind of look at the world and i try to think about life and you know yeah sitting in traffic every day man, that, that makes me angry so <laughs> right. i'm gonna get away from that or or <clears throat> waking up hungover on a sunday morning when it's beautiful out like that makes no sense to me like i'm gonna change right. my life and it's just been a lot of these like looking within and trying to just grow from it, right? And yeah. I just keep finding myself being happier and happier and happier living this life. Yeah. You know, like, I grew up near this big mall in Philly. Like, people had new t-shirts when they went to parties on a Friday because that was, like, the thing to do. Right. <clears throat> bought a new shirt in forever, yeah. you know? Like, I've probably worn this, like, a lot. It's wool, so... I was going to say, it's merino wool, so yeah. you're probably good to go. It, it has a, the telltale uh, look. Yeah, that's... I the, have a few of those. That's the secret. But <clears throat> I think, too, like, you know, I, I moved down south <clears throat> and I found just so much happiness and wilderness and peace that I've just been trying to wiggle my life into that. And, you know, I'm, I have no issue looking a little dirty or, or not being able to keep up with the Jones because every day I get to do something that makes me happy. Right. No one else, not many people can say that. You right. know, I have, I have older people that come up to me and be just like, you know, I, I wish I would have done that. I wish I would have quit my job or I wish I would have thrown out these material possessions and, and chose time because time is more important than anything right yeah you don't get that back and i'm taking mine and i'm I'm using it the best i can yeah um and i think too like once you start doing all the things that you love and you you, you break away from those nine to fives that sometimes feel like slavery and you break away from those habits and things that you never felt deep down were for you but everybody else was doing them right mm-hmm. and you let go of that and you just like live how you want and it's like pretty nice yeah so i think it's i think a lot of people we talked about uh, living the dream and all this amazing is it always 
No, no, no. totally not. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, <clears throat> and there, there, there's uh, some things that go hand in hand with this lifestyle that are pretty rough too, right? Like, I, um, I planned this when I first got into photography. Uh, I had some things in life that just like beat me up, and I, I planned this road trip where I was going to shoot a bunch of stuff and do a bunch of stuff and, and make money. But truth be told. I knew that if I stayed home, I wasn't going to make enough money to pay my bills to get through spring. Sure. So I was like, well, let's do something else. You know? Right, right, right. So I got rid of the house, moved into the truck, went out west. And I don't think if, if I wouldn't have taken that chance, I don't think I'd be where I am today. Sure. And that's when I learned a lot of stuff too, you know, like just how how simple it is and how much we don't need. Yeah. You know what I mean? What are the hard things? The hard things, gosh, being in Oregon in the wintertime, <laughs> I spent a month here and it rained all the time. Yeah, we, we, we oftentimes brag that it's it looks like this because yeah. it rains all winter. But no, 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 it was beautiful. And I don't mean yeah. to discredit it because <laughs> I fell in love. The forests were so wet. They were enchanting. And, you know, like a lot of my style is like light, you know, sunsets, colors, mountaintops. Yep. But I came here and the forest just blew me away and the rivers. And it was, you know, I like to be dry every now and then. So that was kind of, that was the hard part. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, it's, it's amazing in its own right. And I learned to, to love it for what it was. And you guys have a, a couple of really good hot springs that I could thaw out in when I was yeah, yeah. tired of being cold and rainy. Right. But no, you know, like, it's just weird things that, you know, like, I think um, I've learned to let go of a lot of things, but like, man, sometimes I just want to kick it on the couch and watch a movie. Right. Or, or, you know, be in a bed or, and sometimes you don't have that option. Um, I think that, you know, like the freelance game is really hard because you never know, like, you know, be like this. And for me, I'd get like these really good spring, summer, fall, and then winter just crash. But it was a a good time to like breathe and refocus. Yeah. Pick up the pieces after going through all that craziness. Um, but it, it is hard, you know, the industry is really hard. It's saturated. It's getting more saturated every day. Um, you always feel like you kind of have to like defend this, this title, right? You have to yeah. keep moving and like sometimes I just want to just not take pictures. You know what I mean? <laughs> Could you just not call some other photographer next time? Just yeah, call me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll work it out. I'll get around to it eventually. <laughs> um, but hard things involved with it too, or just, just, you know, Trying to trying to let everybody know who you are and and and, and stay on top, you know, and, yeah. and that's that's tough because people are coming in at a the new guys are coming in and say, oh, I'll do that for two hundred bucks, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I don't know though. I, I I don't feel like it's never worth it. Sure. I've definitely had my times where I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just do something different. Or I've I've definitely had like spells of doubt. Um, but this this whole backpacker thing's been nice. I can focus on nothing but it right you know until the fall yeah and then falls my busy season so hopefully i'll so how long does this thing go for is it it's just uh, for the summer i think we'll get home october 15th okay yeah okay. so it's a it's a pretty big run now how did they do and and how did that work did they pay you was it was it kind of a, a lump sum are they covering costs or how did that work yeah they're, they're taking really good care of us they uh, they give us some money for the car they, they've got a big hotel budget for when we're tired of being stinky and dirty that right. we can go and you know, get organized, cleaned up. Cleaned up. I would say you look fair. You guys look fairly clean. Today, yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. You're lucky. <laughs> you caught us at a good week. Uh, but yeah, no, they're, they're great to us. We get paid every month, um, which is which is really nice. And you know, they were even once we made the pivot and we're doing a little bit more video stuff. They were even like, hey, you know, get you some video stuff. Oh, that's so, great. Because you know, gear's not. You know, for stills and video, it's a whole different animal. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I've loved it so far. 
they even wrapped the truck. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. Kind of that's pretty cool. I, I told people they're gonna have to fight me to pull this off the truck. <laughs> my truck has never looked this good. <laughs> you just gotta leave it on there. Yeah, yeah. And until I mean, if they, if they want to keep us and we do it next year, we'll wrap it again with new the, the yeah, partners yeah. that year and a, a different picture. Yeah, and it's cool too. They they've been um, they let me use my work. You know, like yeah. Hey, this picture we took is actually uh, from one of me and Jordan's first dates. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's so great. It's kind of, she's actually, uh, it's funny. I went to the shop to pick the truck up and she was in the picture. Her and oh, Sage yeah? was right where the rear tire is. So they had to like slice it and move it. But like, they were like on the floor, like, like, like melted. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I oftentimes ask about what, how does photography fit? You know, in this case, it is your job, mm-hmm. you know, this, this outdoor photography thing. What is, you know, you have a relationship, long-term relationship, mm-hmm. and you've managed to, you know, you guys are working together on this. But I think for a lot of people, they're trying to figure out how to balance relationships and being a full-time photographer. Yeah. What has that been like for you? I'd, I'd love to know more about that. It's hard, man. It's a, it, not everybody understands it. You know, not everybody can be with someone that worships light the way we do, right? Sure. You know, like, I... I think I totally like blue relationships or have um, made myself detached at times mm-hmm. because like it's just really important to me. You know, I just, yeah. it's what makes me feel alive and I can't, like I, I dedicated myself to a, uh, this is a, we tossed the beanbags, a cornhole league once yeah, yeah. and I showed up once <laughs> because it was like, sorry guys, like the light was good. It's, the light's going off. I'm sorry. Yeah, and it's just, this is just who I am, you know, I'm, I've been trying to make a a more point to like dedicating myself to like going out on an adventure and and working then and then stopping. Yeah. But like for, for a while when I first got my start, even when I had a full-time job, I was sleeping out in the woods on work nights, getting sunset and hiking down to my company car and going, it's just, (laughs) I love it, but not everybody can do that, you know? And the, the, the social media toll of, you know, keeping up with things sometimes it, it can be unhealthy or, you know, like you, you feel bad because you, you want to feed the beast, but you've yeah. also got to pay attention to your loved one that's you know, yeah. in the, the next room over. So I've tried to be really mindful of that. I've tried to do the best I can, but I understand that like some things like are just part of it, Yeah, right? It's part of the nature. Um, you know, I'm going to be up late sometimes, or if it's, you know, the middle of the week, I might not be home or, or things like that. Yeah. So it's not for everybody. I'm super grateful that, um, Jordan lets me do my thing. She yeah. let me disappear for like two months this year. I went on the road and yeah. shot and chased mountains and got away from our bus that we've been I was going to say, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't even asked you about that, but she was kind of home making that happen to some degree, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does the, the pretty things. I do the hard things. Uh, she <laughs> Tell helps me. me with the hard things. <laughs> right, right, right. That's cool. So, okay, so the bus has kind of, so we've been Facebook friends for a while. Not all brief side thing Mm -hmm. we met i believe in the sony images group on facebook i think that's how we connected with each other okay at first you're right yeah yeah um and i've been i I, you know i think i quickly was like hey man we should be friends and friend requested you and i've been watching and you you've been posting all these crazy videos and things of of you guys converting a school bus into a into a into a into your home yeah camper tell me about that because that seems first of all that looks crazy to me. Yeah. I'm not that, I mean, I'm kind of handy, but I'm not, and I can, I get real excited when I fix the ice maker in my refrigerator. Right, right. 
but I don't. I, I watch what you're doing, and I think that's that looks wild. You could be though, right? So <laughs> believe this or not, I shit you not. It's probably one of the, like the crazier things I've ever done in my life. Uh, that was my first set of power tools. <laughs> My nice. first big building project. Um, I, you know, lived in the truck for a while, and I love it. And I love traveling. I know I want to keep doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just where I want to be. Um, but you know, sometimes it's nice to have a shower. Yeah. Or a toilet that isn't, you know, fifteen feet that way in the <laughs> right, woods. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, so I started dreaming, and you know, you see vans, and they're cool and all, but I've got two German shepherds and a girlfriend. Like that would be a nightmare. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've worked with, um, I worked with the Asheville Van Life Rally for a while, taking pictures for their events and such. And, uh, folks with the bus rolled in and I was just like, whoa, dude, they've got (laughs) a living room, you know what I mean? And all these things. And I I went to a couple other festivals and I, I started looking and writing down, you know, what I love and what I don't love, um, and what I need and and what, what suits me and who I am. And, um, I met Jordan, we fell in love and uh, how long you guys been together? two years okay but at, at one point probably far too early in our relationship uh she said something about you know i'd live in a bus because we looked at houses together and it was just like, you're sick of paying rent yeah and then i was living on the road for a while so i'd have to pay rent yeah and it's just like Ooh, i don't want to do that so we yeah. looked at houses and it was like they're really expensive mm-hmm. the ones we can afford aren't that great people are building buses for like not a lot yeah and she just said you know i'd do that and <laughs> the famous last words right <laughs> so um I got a, a, a nice paying shoot uh, that fall, and winters are my slow spell. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, I'll build us this thing. Um, bought us a bus, and, like, I remember driving that thing down some mountain roads, a 40 or 38-foot bus down mountain roads, thinking, like, oh, my goodness, what did I just do, right? <laughs> but um, there were people in my life, like my Uncle Chuck, uh, who was really dear to me. He kind of, like, gave me the, the spark of the outdoors. Yeah. Um, and he was this guy, this woodshop teacher. He, if he needed an addition on his home, he was going to do it. If his truck broke, he'd fix it. Yeah. And he would just do all these things. And I just think like, man, they don't make them like that anymore. Right. Right. But like, why can't I be like that? Yeah. So I just bought it and I started digging in and I've got some friends that are, uh, you know, in construction and no, they've been all in a video, which has been yeah. really cool. It's like you have a whole community coming around you and to help not. put it together. Craziest thing ever. You know, we parked it in this field in the middle of nowhere in the mountains of North Carolina and I'm out there like slaving on this thing and one of the neighbors comes across the street and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we get to talk and, and he just, I think he admired that I was, you know, working on something myself and trying yeah. to make these dreams come alive. And John's this, this kind of like rough and tough old sailor man and we call him our North Carolina dad now. Like yeah. he, he let us use all these tools. He'd come over in the morning and I'd, I'd run him my plans and say, all right, this is what I'm doing. And either he'd say like, he'd look at me He'd be like, what are you, stupid? And then he'd give me, like, a good plan, right? Yeah. Or, or he'd just sip his coffee and be like, that'll do. And then he'd walk away, you know? And I'm I like, love all it. right, well, it's good. Oh, it's fantastic. But it's been a, it's been an experience. It nearly broke me. I, I learned so much. I can fix my own home now. And we've got everything that a normal person would have in a home for under $30,000. Wow. Yeah, so. And it, uh, how close, to, is it done? Uh, so we got to paint the outside when we get home. Um, we have to just do some finishing touches. You're going to put a backpacker wrap on it? I, gosh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe we could talk them into like letting us take it on the tour next year and making it a little bit longer of a tour. Yeah, uh, just the driving's a lot, so we we're yeah, just yeah. like, let's take the truck. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, but that was a joke, by the way. Uh, no, we might wrap the bus. We might. I mean, it'd be it'd probably be very uh, expensive. So it'd be it might more expensive. be like a sticker that says backpacker yeah, yeah. versus the whole thing. Right. Put it in the. Did you keep the uh, where this bus is going? A little. 
a little window that says like this is going to oh yeah 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 we have that there you yeah, go we, just we, put put that put it in there backpacker that's a, that's a good idea we're going to tacoma we're going to white rica like a whiteboard yeah yeah. Just, yeah yeah sleep <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing now don't disturb but no i think everybody should take on something that they don't think they can do and just just hammer away at it and learn and read and and fail yeah and then redo things because it just makes you who you are right yeah and now most importantly we have less bills so i can take jobs that i want i don't yeah. ever have to feel like i you know i have to do all this to to meet ends meet yeah i can look for that project that speaks to me and do it because our overhead's just so much yeah. more than most people so that is pretty much home now at this point yeah, when, yeah absolutely. When, you're, when you're back yeah, yeah and then gosh after living in the truck for a while it's gonna feel like a palace when i get back in that thing stretch out yeah, yeah. it's got seven foot ceilings in yeah it. so that's one thing that i thought was kind of wild you actually cut the whole and cut it in half you cut the yeah, whole top yeah. off and added a whole you, you made it taller yeah so uh yeah that was the craziest thing too because it was like had you seen other ones like that i saw someone do it okay it's like a thing yeah people they do roof raises where yeah. they chop them um there's folks out there that will give you the inserts you weld in and oh man but like cutting a school bus in half and lifting the very you know steel that's a lot of weight is it just like do you put jacks under it or how do you build a frame build jacks when we cut that last one it started like spreading out so we had to like you know tighten it with uh, some come-alongs and ratchet slaps to hold it all together yeah and then it was just like all right boys one two three click and pray right (laughs) and uh every couple clicks we'd 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 drill in some boards that case if ever one popped or it came down right, it, right, right. it would be stable but you know from that to insulating it to wiring it to doing all the, the final touches i'm just blown away because i i didn't think we were capable of something like that when we started and yeah. now we've got it looks like a little cabin you yeah know, it's got a wood stove. well seriously by watching it on on facebook i've mm-hmm. just been like every once in a while i just shake my head like what the hell yeah like, that just seems so crazy it's and it's so but comfy. it's every time you you have posted new pictures of the inside i'm like whoa yeah okay that's cool and it's totally off-grid i could um most people aren't aware of this but our our public lands our, our blm our national forests our wilderness area you can park and, and live for or camp for 14 days yep. at a time two week, every two weeks you gotta move right? so we're just thinking we're gonna bounce around and just really while we're young just celebrate our this beautiful country we live in yeah. you know like we all think it's like the worst place ever right because we're all trying to kill each other but like this is heaven you yeah know? especially when you're out here and you know you log on facebook right now and it seems like the world's going to kill each other but the whole trip so far we've just been blown away about how amazing people are and how, really? how good they are yeah oh, so that's cool there's something like with road life too that i don't know it's just it's just beautiful yeah you know like we're sitting around campfires with people across the entire country who are all totally different but they're all mm-hmm. wonderful in their own right and I thought this was kind of interesting. So we have, there's a, there's an area in Oregon. So I don't know if you've spent any time in Eastern Oregon, Mm -hmm. but Eastern Oregon has, we have a lot of BLM land out there Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, it's kind of high desert. Mm -hmm. Um, And you guys are heading over to Bend, Mm -hmm. but even further, you know, like 150, 200 miles east from there, there's um, some friends of ours um, that I've gotten to know. They own a, a little restaurant, gas station, uh, hotel mm-hmm. that's right on the edge of, uh, we have the salt flats. Oh yeah. Um, the Alvord desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our friends own this, this little, you know, this little oasis, little restaurant place. And it was interesting because in all this political stuff that's been happening, um, my friend Jade, her and, um, her husband Jake, uh, run the place and they, um, she actually reached out and said, Hey, 
tell me about like your perspective living in Portland because we live in the middle of nowhere out here mm -hmm. and I want to know from my friend who lives there what it's actually like. Yeah, yeah. And we don't agree on everything, I'm, I'm sure, mm -hmm. but it was the kindest, most cool conversation to have with somebody who, you know, like, I'll just tell you, they're like, they're, they're packing firearms out there. Oh, yeah. You know, they're like serving you a burger and, and he's got a, you know, oh, yeah. he's got a gun. And I, and I'm like, I'm in Portland where that would, people would freak out over that. Oh, yeah. But it was really cool to have her ask and have her say like, Hey, I'm curious. I want to know. No. And to not be like, what's your, what's your Portland liberal stance on this? But in more, more like you live there. Tell me about it. Yeah. And it's interesting that the more I am out, out of, you know, especially in the outdoors, but the more you're out and you get out and you talk to people, you just go, Hey, these are all real people. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's cool that that's and, been your experience. And I try to, like, I don't ever want to think I'm better than anybody. I've gotten some really cool things happen, but I'm still a normal guy. And I still <laughs> like people. And I, I, I like hearing people's stories more than talking about mine. Sure. You know what I mean? And we, same thing, you know, like I'll, I'll meet these people and I'll tell like, you know, we'll be sitting around the campfire and it's like, Oh, we don't, we don't look at things the same politically, but this is the perfect time to have it this yeah. conversation or to talk about things because like, you know, I'm not a bad person. Like we're, <laughs> well, you obviously agree about something cause you're out at the campfire. Yeah, you're out now. Yeah. You're in the outdoors. Exactly. And that's, I don't know. It's a good place. There's no, there's no animosity out there and you never meet bad people in the back country or seemingly like, you know, on the road, like obviously, you know, it's some weird things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we had a weird experience last night, but <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's all good. I think for the most part. Yeah. No, well, that's cool. Sorry if I, not at all. Not at all. Uh, tangents are allowed. Okay, cool. Um, so what's the, you've got, you're wrapping this thing up over the next month or so, um, mm -hmm. next few weeks. And then what, what kind of, what comes next? What's the, uh, what's next on, on your plans? Gosh, you know, sometimes I, I don't think that far. Ahead. <laughs> um, I've, I've got some plans to try and, uh, nail down some, some tourism gigs, um, this fall. As they start getting money and start, the money starts flowing again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just love working in that realm. I try to do a big project every fall, whether it's with a, with outdoor tourism or with an outdoor brand. So I'm starting to brainstorm and come up with some things. I've been spending a lot of my, I guess, brain capacity on this current project. But yeah. no, you do have to plan ahead. Right. Um, and that's kind of a bummer about a contract ending, right? It's yeah. like, oh gosh, back to freelance. And, yep. Um, but, you know, winters are often a time where I try and slow down. Yeah. I try and budget things because winters are never that great for me. I mean, maybe if I was like more into shooting snow sports and things, but we don't really have them in the South. Yeah. So a lot of times it's just this great time for me to just slow down and just yeah. think like, you know, what am I, what's next? And, um, we get go a fire the, going in that, in that, uh, bus yeah. and, uh, kick up your feet and, yeah. and brainstorm. Exactly. I've, I've budgeted some where I'm going to go on like a personal trip, you know, fill the, the soul up, the, the magic mm -hmm. back up. I, I tell people a lot too that, you know, you can really wear yourself out shooting and creating. I think yeah. that like, you're, it's kind of a weird comparison, but I'm sure there's going to be someone out there that appreciates this. But when you play video games mm -hmm. uh, and you've got like magic points, yeah. right? I think that we only have so much as photographers, right? <laughs> right. And you got to do shit that like fills your soul. You got to get out there and yeah. build those points back up because when I am fulfilled and alive, I can just work so much better and I can tell, you know, or it's just when you're just sometimes reaching for like bits of dust. It's like, Oh gosh, how am I going to do this? You know? <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> so those are, those are my recharge times. And I, I look for work. Don't get me wrong. I'll do some events. Um, I'm blessed to work with uh, some really cool people in the Asheville area that yeah. consistently give me work. Yeah. Um, 
so that I lean on those pretty heavy. But yeah, the the winters from here are just kind of like a slow time. Yeah, well, that's kind and it's kind of like that for me too. I don't do anywhere near as much of the outdoor stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it's interesting. I think. Be, you kind of get into like the holidays, yeah, and they, you're like all the decision makers are gone. Nobody's mm-hmm. nobody's there. They're all off doing their own thing. Yeah, you kind of oh, well, maybe we have some budget we need to blow at the end of the year. Yeah, but yeah. It's, it, it, this last year it was one of those where it just went dark after Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, and then I was I was all excited, I, and I had a uh, kind of a cool job with an actual travel board. But it was not, it wasn't like outdoor stuff like what you do. It was basically headshots. Gotcha, gotcha. And then I finally got in touch with them recently and they're like, oh yeah, um, we laid off 40% of our people. Okay. And you kind of go, okay, like travel, that makes sense. Yeah, Nobody's, happened, I know, yeah. you know, I know where it comes from. And so. Everybody's hurting right now. Yeah. It's hard, you know, it's, it's you, you got to be really creative and you got to. I don't know, live in a bus to be able to do this job <laughs> I love sometimes. It. Or you right? need to have a wife who has a great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that that's where I'm, uh. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> Jordan, uh, oop, she doesn't. Uh, she quit her job to do this uh, this adventure that we're doing. So yeah. I don't have that option. What did she do? What did she do before? What, sir? She um she helped kids that uh, had um you know kind of the odds against them learn life skills. Okay. Um, grow. She get them hooked up with internships. Teach them you know things that maybe they weren't learning. Nice. And it was awesome. She she was like one of the supervisors of the program and it fulfilled her. Um, but. You know, like, she saw this opportunity. Her, her, only, her boss was like, hey, man, if you don't do it, I'm going to quit and hop in the car with Steve. <laughs> so they I left on it. good terms. And I love it. I'm sure. Well, it's nice to not burn bridges. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, what um, – <clears throat> so you've got – you're going to have some – you're going to go back in and kind of land in the fall. you got some projects lined up that you're, oh, that you're thinking through. I, I will say every fall we, 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 we'll come up with something. Um, and then every winter, at some point in the winter, usually in January, I go to the Canadian Rockies mm. every year for a week or two. Um, and a week of it is fun with friends. And then a little bit, the rest of it is like we'll make winter picks for, nice. for clients and like what better place to do in the Canadian Rockies. Of course, it's, of course. I've never, been, I've never been there. So it's, it's wild, man. I'll have to... Everybody goes there in the summer, um, and maybe they should keep going in the summer because in the winter it's really cheap. Yeah, and like I don't know, like you know, like, and not crowded. Yes, I'm I don't like the, the, you know, that's who I am. <laughs> so it's it's just cool because you can you can do these like hikes that are only like a mile off the road, like a waterfall, and it's like it's Rosen Palace. Yeah, um, and the, the the cold air, the the stars are insane up there. We went and shot um, on this frozen lake with a. Canadian photographer named Paul Ziska. Okay. You heard that name? I have, yeah, yeah. Nat Geo guy up there, and he's just ice skating around this lake, and it's, like, cracking, but the, the, the shower, the meteor shower that goes off every year up there, it's, it's out of this world. Wow. It's several a minute. Like, they just wow, keep crazy. coming, you know? That's cool. So we try to make that a priority, but then usually, like, I don't know, February through March are kind of a lot of nothing. Yeah. It's that weird spell we'll go to the coast sometimes before yeah. it heats up and make mm-hmm. shoots happen there okay um but other than that yeah they're slow <laughs> have you been out here in the winter uh, i have yeah yeah. oregon coast oh yeah yeah beautiful because because you can go out there in the summertime mm-hmm. but it's kind of eh, it's you know it's most of the time it's just gonna be bluebird skies and yeah you go in the winter and there's a good chance you're gonna you're gonna get pummeled and it's gonna be dark and moody yeah and yeah well, i kind of live for that I Abs- love absolutely you know i'm trying to I almost want to like start a side project, just call it like, I I, I probably shouldn't have said that because I'm, I'm going to give it away. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, you don't have to name it. One that focuses around like 
things that we don't usually point our cameras towards, right? Yeah. Like, let's celebrate the dark. Yeah. You know, I've, I think I've been editing a little bit more on the darker side, and people sometimes will be like, oh, it's a little dark. And it's like, well, no, man, it was dark. Yeah. Nothing has to be people perfectly respond to it. exposed, right? <laughs> right. I, I like the dark stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Especially Oregon coast. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah. It gets a little crazy. And it's weird because it can be, you could be out there one day, and it could be just dark and stormy, and then the next day it's calm and blue skies, and you get the perfectly... The perfect gradient sunset with the orange and the blue. And, and y'all got it made over here. We got to wake up early to shoot on the coast. Yeah, yeah. Y'all get to just hang out, end of the day, the sunsets over the ocean. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then sunrise, you kind of have to get up somewhere high. True, true, Like true, true, true. a couple of days ago, I literally, from my, my house, I don't have a view east, mm-hmm. so I just put the drone up. When oh, I, I, I see the sky, the clouds are going off, put that drone up in the, eye, up in the air. They're, they're a nice tool to have in the yeah, bag, right? Yeah. Sometimes, like, I don't, I don't use mine barely ever i probably should now i don't doing, use mine much either and now that we're doing video i probably will more it's one of the things where i don't want to be that guy that's like ruining somebody's evening because i'm you know <laughs> but i think they're making them quieter these they are. days they are. so I'll, I'll get one of those and i won't be that guy yeah <laughs> well cool well i um you guys are headed off to the next location mm-hmm. and we want to make sure you get there before uh before the end of the day yeah so we should probably try to wrap things up um i guess first of all Tell me um, a little bit about where people can find your work and what you're up to okay. and follow along with what you're doing. I'd say that um, I probably am more personable on Facebook. Uh, and you feel free. I don't care. As long as you're not, like, crazy, you know, friend me. <laughs> you know, let's, let's talk. Let's talk adventures. People can always follow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'll probably be in your neck of the woods. We love meeting people. You know, I'm, I'm totally open. I'm, I think this is cool, right? Yeah. And I'm open, too. You know, when we're home, our our yard or our couch or whatever is usually open um <laughs> the but, field around your bus yeah instagram is kind of a more of a highlight reel i've been really bad about staying on there lately i sometimes you just feel like gosh you know like i'm getting this amazing like opportunity to travel but the world's ending and i don't want to be that guy that's like look at me i'm in wyoming you know <laughs> what i mean so i think once i'm done the trip i'm probably gonna be a little bit more active on there and with us being so busy but yeah. i try to i try to post on there if i can yeah. I, I, we try to keep our stories fun yeah you know but i don't know I, I guess i'm kind of like a trophy hunter when it comes to pictures anymore you know like i'm if i find something that i think's beautiful and the light doesn't hit i'll go back i'll wait a year yeah, yeah. to get that but oh yeah i'm face, sitting on a few yeah, yeah i'm face, sitting on a few because i know it's going to be better and i don't i don't want to put it out there now and then have to yeah eh. i've got a collection of my work on my website it's steve yokum photography.com okay. Um, I think that it's going to be exciting because I don't know. I think people are moving away from Facebook and Instagram. It's just kind of gotten blah. So I've got a really big uh, project lined up this fall that me and the guys are going to unleash um, where we're just going to be delivering a lot of content and just going on cool trips and just yeah. showing like what we're about. And yeah, that's great. No bells and whistles, just good old dirtbag mountain fun and, and getting out there. And I don't know, trying to inspire people to maybe do more stuff like that well make sure you send the link my way when you Absolutely. when you start putting that stuff out Absolutely. there love to and if you ever make it out in this area hit me up we'll, oh we'll be back we'll hang out. Yeah, we got big plans we're gonna park the bus here for at least a month or two yeah yeah how can you not right? well you look would, at that thing i gotta exactly. shoot that <laughs> exactly exactly cool man cool well thanks so much for taking the time this has been a really fun conversation and it's yeah i like i said i've admired your work for a long time and and always liked the not just not just the pictures you're posting but the way you talk about it and the way you approach it. 
so it's it's cool to it's good to know i'm doing things right sometimes <laughs> right it's well i'm not to, I, who knows if i'm the judge of it all but i it impresses me yeah so. and i i want to say too i told jordan um i'm making time for this because i think dan's a super stellar guy you don't put anything out there that isn't positive and it cool. looks like you're just like a great dad. Oh, I try. You celebrated 20 years. Like, hey, 20 maybe years. I should be taking notes from you here. You know? Well, you know, I, anytime, ask me any questions. We'll, uh, it's, it's worked. And we, my wife and I were talking about, like, what do we, what do we even attribute this to? Mm-hmm. And it's hard to know. I think ultimately it comes down to the stuff that you kind of have already seemed to figure out, which is you, you pull yourself back from the stuff that's overly stressful. Mm-hmm. You try to, figure out how to have good perspective and, and realize when, when things aren't going well and when something's not working, you back up and go, okay, well let's maybe let's revisit this. Yeah. And I think if, I think if you do that and you do that with other people, with how you deal with people, that seems to make the difference. Absolutely. I don't think it's some magic pill or some magic. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm luckier than everybody else. I just picked the right person. No, it's because you're not an asshole. Yeah. yeah. And, and you, you not being an asshole is not, it's not just something that you're born with. It's something you have to choose to do. Yeah, truthfully, <laughs> truthfully, yeah. <laughs> I'm tr- trying to teach my kids that all the time, but I, it's... <laughs> I tell people I'm part asshole because I was born in Philly, but I got some charm and some uh, some manners when I moved down the south. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, that sounds like a good place to end. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Cheers. Thanks, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Also, I'm open to suggestions for interesting people to interview. So if you know of someone I should talk to, please reach out. You can reach out to me via the email link in the show notes, or you can send a message on Instagram or Facebook with the handle at GoTakePictures. New episodes are on the way soon, and if you subscribe, you'll get them as soon as they drop. But in the meantime, go take pictures.